Welcome back to another episode of the Deep Three Pod. Um, I'm Alexis, joined with Mikey and Nate. We are getting into NBA Week 25, the last regular season uh, week. We have a lot to talk about, a lot that can determine a lot of things, MVP, play-in, playoffs. Um, let's just go ahead and get started with MVP. I feel like that is the most determining factor this week. Who do you guys feel is in the top of that race for MVP this season? Uh, I'm sticking with my man Jokic, honestly. The stats are ridiculous. Jokic. I think the best player I've seen this year. I have a 47-32 record. It's a high seed for MVP, but I don't like the numbers. It's coming out ridiculous. And the efficiency that he has is ridiculous. Yeah. I, I I still like Embiid. I just – I don't know what it is. Um, he just seems unstoppable still. But Giannis, he's been playing phenomenally. It, it, it's going to be a, another, like, tight race, I feel like, this year. And Luka's obviously making noise with, with the Mavs playing so well. But back to your Jokic point, I mean, if, if Jokic was, you know, if he had a little more help, I think the record would be better and they'd be higher in the standings. But, I mean, yeah, what he's been able to do with what they have, and they're still a top five team in the West and only a couple games out of the fourth spot, that, that's pretty impressive. All right, so I think it's, it's just Giannis, Giannis Jokic, and Embiid. And these last few games are probably just going to tell us who, who's what. Jokic has been playing crazy. There's never been like 34 points left, seven games or seven percent shooting, but like 13 rebounds. I'm like, bro, doesn't even like he plays basketball. It's like you watch the game, he moves in slow motion, but he gets everywhere he needs to go, smooth and, and efficient. Do you guys think if the Suns take it this year, Devin could be a good challenger for MVP? I don't think so. Yeah. I, I think, I think, I don't know. I don't, I think he's a little overrated. Like he can score and stuff, but I hate when like people do like the Kobe comparison and stuff like that. Like, bro, is not that. He is nowhere near on the level of these other, like these top three dudes in the MVP race. He plays on a really good team and he can score the ball. But I think he had that 70 point game when he was real young. And ever since then, it's kind of like, oh, yeah, this is, this is who he is. I mean, he could score, don't get me wrong, but he's not like like them top dudes right now. Not at least right now, he's still young. So right now he's not – I don't think he's nowhere near those top guys. Yeah, because I, I like to think, like, if you take Booker off this Suns team, how good would they be? I still think they'd be really good just because of Chris Paul and, you know, Aiton's been playing really well. But that team is just really deep. I mean, it's like Memphis. You know, Jaws like, having a crazy season, but he's really not that valuable when you think about it, because I think they've lost, what, only, like, two games or three games when he's not in the lineup. Yeah. yeah, so, I mean, like, you take a guy like Giannis or Embiid or Jokic off their team, their teams aren't probably making the playoffs. Or, you know, Milwaukee might, and then Brooklyn might make the playoffs. But, you know what I'm saying? Like, the impact of them missing games is going to be a lot bigger. So, I agree. Like, Booker – He's a nice player. He's a great number two for a winnings team because he could score and you know shoot the lights out. Yeah. Do you guys think with all three of them playing this week, this is like a like a deciding factor as far as the race to MVP? 
I don't I don't really think so. I honestly it's like I feel like the people who vote is probably in their heads already who they're gonna vote for MVP. Yeah. And these last how many games like five or something like that? Four or like five three games. games. Yeah, four three, four games left. Yeah, I don't think nothing in those three or four games is really gonna like sway somebody's mind. Yeah. And we got five days left of the NBA regular season. Praying for a Spurs win and a Lakers loss. The hater in me talking. Oh, man, I'm, yeah. I'm hoping for a Spurs loss, Lakers win. <laughs> nah. Tonight I'm... we have the Bucks playing the Bulls. We just saw that Lonzo will be out most likely for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like the Bulls need to Bulls are going to continue to score you, and that's going to lose. They're going to lose to these top teams, especially with still being injured a little bit. And it's like, I don't know. Like, at the beginning of the season, I had such high expectations, especially with how they were playing. And I was just kind of like, damn, maybe it's not. Maybe it's not our year. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I mean, they're right where I, you know, in the – before the season started, right where I thought they'd be, but obviously with that hot start they had, they you know raised my expectations on them. Right now it's a disappointment, but yeah, it just you know it sucks. Lonzo's out, but I mean they they haven't really been playing well since January. I feel like it's been a long time since they've been consistently playing good games, and and again they what they still haven't beaten a top three team in either conference. So it's just it's not looking good when you know your first round matchup um, is going to be the Sixers. The Sixers have been just you know Embiid's dominated the Bulls. Yeah, and it's like it's like nowhere. It doesn't really matter where you are in this in this Eastern Conference. Mostly the West too. But it doesn't matter where you are in the Eastern Conference. Your first round matchup is not going to be a first round matchup you want to play. Like no. if just the AC. Like Miami doesn't want to see Brooklyn in round one. That's not no round one. That's not a round one type game. That's like a conference yeah. final pressure game. Oh, it, it's gonna be interesting to see where where it all lies up. Top six seeds in the East are within five games of each other. I know it, it is gonna be crazy because Brooklyn still is, they still got a couple easy games here too. They got the Rockets, um, and they finish up with what just uh, Rockets, New York. Cleveland and Indiana so I mean they could technically win out and potentially sneak up to a seventh seed in the playing game which would help them but um, which if that was the case then they'd be playing Boston and Boston that I don't know I think that'd be a fantastic first round series but I kind of want to see Boston make a run this year just based on like I don't know they've been playing phenomenal and, and, and really fun to watch with, with the young core there but yeah, it's going to be interesting in the East. East, is, it is. Man. Yeah, like I'm, I'm assuming that the seven and eight seed are probably going to be the Cavs and the Nets. I mean, I don't really think the Hawks are going to do it. Oh, did Trey Young get hurt or my tripping? I might be tripping. Okay, don't even scratch. I didn't even say that. Anyway, that's probably Cavs. Cavs and uh, Nets are probably going to be the seven and eight. And like, I'm looking at the East. I'm like, the easiest team is probably the Raptors. And even with the Raptors, they still got Fred, they still got Scotty Barnes, they still got uh, Pascal. So it's like, 
I don't want to see none of them. Every every single round on the East should be good. So you think uh, Atlanta is going to be bounced out? Yeah. Hmm. See, I I think they take they take out Cleveland just because Cleveland, you know, they're dealing with injuries now. They were playing so well, but I think Jared Allen. I don't know if he's still out, but you know, him not on the floor, it's been a huge impact. And uh, I don't know. I don't know when he's coming back. Uh, hopefully, he's back by playoffs. But yeah, I mean, if he's out, I would take Atlanta for that for sure in that that series. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I'm excited for the playoffs. I'm excited for the play-ins. Yeah, it's going to be a lot going on. Where do you guys, so at the end of, where do you guys see the Celtics landing? Mike, I know you said going far. What's that? Um, he said, where, where do we see the Celtics landing? Like in the playoffs? Mm-hmm. Mm, They're playing the Bucks see. on Wednesday. Pro- I mean, I can see them go to the conference finals. I feel like they're one team is like hitting their stride right now. Like they they they're all playing together good. Everybody's playing well. But that's like I said, that side is hard. Last last ten games, they're eight and two. And then you have like the Raptors and the Hawks, who are both seven and three. Hornets who are all seven and three in the last ten. So I mean we'll see. As everything's close. Everybody has good players, really good players on every single one of these teams. So I'm, I'm going to say conference finals. I say, I'd say get bounced in the conference finals. Yeah, I can see that. Probably it, it's, it's going to be the Milwaukee or, or Brooklyn, honestly. That, that, that's what I'm thinking right now. It'll be yeah. Boston against Brooklyn or uh, uh, Milwaukee. Because, yeah, I, I was I was all hype train on, on the Sixers after that trade, but I don't know. <laughs> it's just James Harden is looking like James Harden come playoff time. So, uh Can't trust it. Take a look at the West. Who, who you got coming up the West, Mikey? I, I'm still leaning Phoenix, but man, Memphis. If Jack comes back in the playoffs, I, it's just they're such a deep team, and I don't know. They just the chemistry is there, so I think that they could potentially make it to the conference finals and, and you know play Phoenix. Um, that's probably what I want to see, just because Boston's been or uh, sorry. Memphis has been playing some of the best basketball all season. And I, I just want to see the best basketball, you know, in, in the conference yeah. finals. And I, I think we would get that with Phoenix and uh, Memphis. But, you know, as I mentioned with the MVP, like Luca, he's been leading that team in that, you know, getting rid of Porzingis and getting Dinwiddie in there. I, this, yeah. this team, this team's been looking really nice since, since that trade. So um, Dallas is going to be another one. Cause I mean, Luca's doing Luca things and he, he we saw what he did last year in the playoffs, and he, he, he's just only getting better. So I, he's definitely going to keep any series he's in uh, entertaining and close. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel like the West is going to line up for you? It's yeah. tough. It is, it, I think it's between the Grizzlies and the Suns too, but yeah, I can't pick one. I want to go Grizzlies. I feel like the Suns are going to choke in the playoffs. I feel like it's been like all like smooth sailing the whole season. And I feel like it's all, all that pressure is going to come down on them because everybody's looking at them. They have the best record. They were in the finals last year. They have good young talent. They have veteran leadership. They, If you look at them, it's like not really a weakness that you see in the team. 
What do you feel like yeah. would be their downfall, the Suns? Chris Paul playoff curse. If Chris Paul gets hurt, mm-hmm. which seems yeah. to happen over and over, that's that team is done. Write him up. Now, I will say this though: if if Kawhi comes back, because Paul George came back and he he looked like he hadn't missed any time. If if Kawhi comes back, I might lean for the Clippers to come out of the West. Mm. And last how long? I might I I might think they they make it to the finals. Mm. I don't know. I don't know about that one. Bro. I'm, think, <laughs> I'm thinking like yeah, he played good, but if Kawhi gotta comes be back, that's if Kawhi comes Kawhi. back. Because honestly, what Ty Lue's been able to do with the, this team all season long, yeah. missing Paul George and Kawhi, and yeah, they're an A seed, five hundred basically, thirty nine forty, but like. That's not easy to do, and you get two certified all stars and all pros on your team. That's just you're going to take a 500 team and, and make it, you know, a top three, top four team in the league. So, um, I, I think it, it, it can definitely happen. They're definitely my dark horse, but again, that's only if Kawhi comes back because he's obviously been out for a while and we don't know what's going on. But I know they were floating things out that he could be back potentially for playoffs but yeah we'll see I'm hoping for it because you want all the stars back for the playoffs I think Jamal Murray is like uh, working his way back too so I mean the West could potentially you know these games could be better if these stars end up coming back Mm -hmm. yeah it's gonna be good did you guys watch the national championship last night I didn't catch it oh I catch like the the end tail of it I was so sad. It was crying in the club for UNC fans, man. I was so bad. Poor Dukies. They man, had a good I mean, run, though. They had a good run. I feel bad for Coach. I'm, I'm a North Carolina fan, but I respect greatness, man. I, and I felt bad for Coach K losing his last home game to UNC and yeah. in the Final Four, the first matchup in the tournament history between the two. And he lost yeah. it. It's tough. I will say this, though, about, like, college – is I feel like like NBA basketball is a lot easier to watch, but the passion that they got in college between the coaches, mm-hmm. the fans, the players, like the like just the passion, bro. It's like the love of the game is so much different. NBA basketball, I think, is a lot better to watch, but I just wish it was like how it was. You don't see NBA coaches fired up like like a lot of these dudes. You don't see like I mean, obviously it's a lot less games, but the players. Are, are trying to play is like I don't want to sit out if I if if that is an option you know yeah. uh, I just wish the yeah. NBA had a better atmosphere like that because it would make for such a better such a more competitive league and more fun to watch and more fiery attitudes and stuff like that honestly like the NBA could take a page out of college like, I honestly think the NBA is just like the baseball season could be shortened just a little bit you know sense of urgency mm-hmm. like even the playoffs like I think we talked about this in a previous pod like the playoffs, first round, it should be three games max, but I would love a first round one and done. I mean, when when you, you have sense of urgency, it makes these games a lot more – you're more invested because it, it's winner go home and you get the players trying their hardest because, you know, they lose, they're, they're out. And that's kind of why – that's the only time I watch the NCAA anyway is March Madness. But that's fun because, like, you see players go all out every game like it's their last – 
And then you see the emotion win or lose on their face too after every game. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys think that has yeah. to do with the fact that like in the NBA, you're more so considered entertainers and behind that comes contracts and, you know. It's all about the money. It's all yeah. about the yeah. money. It's different when like, you kind of like making, back in the day, you making less. Mm-hmm. But now it's like, you make so much money. Even the bad players, like the players that really don't even see much playing time or stuff like that. Cause I mean, like none of them are bad, but they get millions and millions and millions of dollars. A lot of times just to like practice. Like, I feel like that it's kind of where you lose. It blurs the lines between I love the game. I'm playing this so I could get out of somewhere or so I get out of a situation or just because I love it versus yeah. I need to play it as well because my contract is this much or I, I have an incentive to, to score 20 a game and I get an extra million. So I got to make sure I get my average to that. Like that, it, yeah. I feel like it messes up the game. But they're the ones doing the work. They got their players union. That's that's all them. I can't. I don't got no saying it. But yeah, I definitely think. But see, that's, that's the same thing about the college game. Is I was worried when they started, like they're able to profit off their names, and I do think they should be able to profit off their names. But I do feel like a lot of players that aren't even like, not even out of high school, like Mikey Williams. Mm. That that the money that they get, the hype that they get, I feel like is is easy to be like, okay, I got it. Like I, I got what a lot of people's goals are and that is to get paid yeah yeah that is true that was a good game good championship energy is definitely different from nba's the skill set that i get what you're saying Nate, is also different yeah. to watch yeah well we are not sure from our um nba championship coming up what other games um or playing games are you guys looking forward to I'm seeing possibly potential championship matchups. I can't tell you. Let me ask. I can't tell you nothing about championship matchups. I have no idea what's going to happen in the East. I can tell you the Grizzlies or the Suns, but I can't tell you nothing about what's going to happen in the East. <laughs> yeah. The East is the most surprising. Right. Because, I mean, and then even Golden State, I mean, if Steph comes back playoffs, then that's another team that, I mean, I don't know. It's just, it's so hard to predict. <laughs> Like you, you have an idea who who you think's gonna come out, right? But I mean, come playoff time, just anything can happen, really, any given year. And I don't know. I'm just excited for the playoffs as a whole. Just, Me too. I just, it's such a long season, and finally you get to the playoffs, and it's like, all right, now, 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 it, now you get to see like how hard everybody plays, and you know what the, you know, all that. Yeah, so. I do love how it's getting more even. I feel like probably what maybe for like 2018 like the last like five years maybe 2019 five six years before that you you kind of knew who was going to be in the finals like before mm-hmm. the season started like yeah you already knew now it's kind of like man i don't really know or i don't think anybody really had the raptors coming out when they won the championship i think anybody really had them coming out the east like that right and suns last year nobody i don't think anybody really predicted the suns were gonna be as good as they were and make it how as far as they did so I, I like how it's starting to even out because it just, I think it makes for better basketball to watch. Yeah. Now that every team has two, at least two stars instead of, you know, three, which kind of, you know, makes one side of, you know, one side of the league 
like how the Miami Heat did, but it's gonna be fun. I don't, what we've never had an eight seed, right? Beat a one seed in, in the NBA playoffs, right? Or was no, I want to say we have one. I want to say we have one. Oh wait, was it that Golden State Warrior team that beat the Dallas um, Mavericks with uh Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson, all them guys, right? Maybe it was. Maybe it was two. I had I. What year was it, bro? It was the Grizzlies. And I cannot remember who they played around one. I think it might have been the Spurs, honestly. I have to look this up now. I, this is going to bother me. But <laughs> let's see. All right, I'm looking. All right, so, yeah, the 07 Warriors beat the Mavs. Is that it, though? Five times this happened. All right, five times. I hope it's six this year. Honestly, I really do. <laughs> I, I think it. I hope Miami keeps the number one seed, so that way Brooklyn could take them down. <laughs> yeah. Just, man, that whole Jimmy Butler, Eric Spoelstra, Dennis Haslam stuff, bro, was heated. Yeah. I think. I think. Though, I think Jimmy is the is the issue, the locker room issue, honestly. Yeah, but I, I, he's just super competitive. I don't have a problem with a play. It's just, yeah, he doesn't know when to reel it in sometimes. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I love the competitiveness too, but mm-hmm. like, you can't be like, if Eric Spolch was coming at you like he came at you, you probably messed up somehow, somewhere. Like, right. I've never seen him be like that. Like, ever. Yeah. You know ever. what I'm saying? Right. I, I don't know. But it's like, it feels like it's like a consistent thing with Jimmy Butler, though. With every team he's been to, he can't everywhere find, he's been, can't find a place to stay. And at some point, it's kind of like maybe it's not the team, maybe it's not the players around him, maybe he's the issue. Even if he's right. cold. Did either of them speak on that? That little exchange. Uh, I know they. I know they asked Eric Spoelstra in the post game interview, and he was like, "They were they were arguing about dinner plans or some <laughs> something like that." So wow. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't like talking about it like that. Who do y'all have for rookie of the year? Man, I had Mobley, but uh, Scotty Barnes has been playing really well. Giddy's been playing. Jalen Green. Jalen Green is just a bucket. Did you see his little interview where he said that and they asked him, they were like, what have you learned about yourself the most this year? Yeah, he said, I'm a bucket. Yeah, he can Uh, hoop. I know he can hoop, but. Y'all won 20 games so far, G. Like, reel it in just a little bit. I know you want to rock. Yeah, that too. <laughs> and he has the worst. I mean, some advanced stuff, advanced stat picky stuff, but he has the worst plus minus in the last month out of any player in the league. Like, be a bucket all you want. Y'all not winning. Y'all not even really close to winning. Nothing. The only thing you're close to is winning the draft lottery. So, uh, a lot of, I like the confidence, though. But sometimes yeah. when, when and when not to talk. When and when not to be humble. Yeah. Your rookie of the year? Scotty Barnes, I think. Scotty Barnes. He's a dog, too, though. That is, I think, it's between those two. But I think Scotty Barnes, they've been playing, the team's been playing well. He's been playing well. And um, I'm just going to choose him. But it is, I think it's between just between those two. That's yeah. I don't really see anybody else that's close to those two. Well, I mean, Cunningham's been playing really well too. But yeah, I, I think you got to go with Barnes or Mobley just because team success. 
Yeah. Man, these. <laughs> so I just looked at the news and Lakers play the Suns tonight, right? Yeah. Like, LeBron's not going to play. Nope. Bro, you want to go talk. That's. Uh, but he still needs to play two games, too, in order to uh, qualify for the scoring title. So make sure he gets his two games. He better. How do you not like? I, I peeped he rolled his ankle, but like, bro, y'all are not even gonna make the plan. That's like big. Like, sometimes you gotta push through it. Armando Bacot, Baycott, you gotta be, yeah, play. Like, I think I think he's fine. I just they're playing the Suns, and, and the Suns are just gonna smack him around. So I why play? You're already out of the playoffs. Uh, I think he's just resting up and he's gonna get his scoring title and all that. Who do you think he's gonna get that against? What games do you think he's gonna want to play in? Look at the Lakers' schedule. Not say the two worst ones. I know they have like heart. I Oklahoma think. City and Denver, maybe. I don't. Yeah, or maybe Warriors. They're playing bad right now, but he's still got Draymond and Andrew Williams and all that. I don't know. I, you got to play this game, though, bro. You can't just, like, last game, too. We played the rest of the game after we rolled it. And this is, like, playoffs on the line where you got to just do it. Right. I know they're talking about uh, parting ways with um, Frank Vogel after the year, too. I kind of feel bad for him. I feel like it was set up from the start. Like, it was not <laughs> – we've said it multiple times. Like, I just – I think everybody knew the player combination was going to work. I didn't think it was going to be as bad as it was, but. Yeah. That was definitely a big shock. What do you guys feel like was your biggest, like, surprise uh, with this NBA season? Probably the Grizzlies. So far. The Grizzlies? Yeah, I didn't think they'd be a, a top two seed at all. I thought they'd be playing game or, or, or you know, at least up to a six seed. But yeah, I, I didn't expect them to be consistent and dominant in games like they had been. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, probably the Grizzlies or the Lakers, that'd be a little different. Lakers not making it, Grizzlies making it. It's like they switched. Yeah. The opposite of what they should be, but. Is is pretty wild. Yeah, Lakers was a crazy one. And honestly, the Nets being in the playing game, wouldn't expect that either. Or James Harden not being on the Nets by the end of the season. Yeah. Right. Simmons, none of that. Been an interesting season. And Simmons won't even be playing this season, I don't think. They finally rule him out. They say he's out for the regular and playing for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Man, Do you feel like I, all I, that was worth it, though? Do you feel like all that that he did was worth it then? I mean, if he wasn't happy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I want to know how he hurt his back, to be honest. I said, what was he? Herniated disc or something, right? Yeah, like, did, did it happen? Like, did he work out with the team and then all of a sudden it gave out in, on him? Or, like, that's what yeah. I want to know, because he, he obviously was fine 
before the trade, at least injury wise. Um, Cause I thought it was just like the mental health issues is why he was really out for Philly. But yeah, I don't know what the hell happened between that yeah. trade. And I could have swear we like, like when that trade deadline week or podcast we had during that, we were like, we didn't think that you could trade an injured player. That's where like three or four injured players got traded. Right. Through the deadline. Yeah. I don't know. I, I know Dwight Howard's career took like a 180 after he had his herniated disc in his back. I, I want to say he had surgery on it. I know it's all downhill after that. So hopefully Ben Simmons can come back. He's still really young. And yeah. Talented. So we'll see. I didn't really see the – I didn't think the Timberwolves are going to be 11 games over 500 in the West either, though. Yeah, that was actually a surprise, too, like, because they, they, they got hot. Um, I, I like their squad, though. Like, I, I just like the young talent they have. Like, Anthony Edwards was fun to watch. But, yeah, that that's, that is that is another surprise right there. Yeah, and Cat is really coming into himself. He's, like, you can, see, you can see the competitiveness in him now. Like before, I feel like he was just kind of quiet and like laid back. Now you see him talking. Somebody gets the ankles broke. He's making faces. Like you, you see the, the emotion in it. So I love that team. Pat Beverly, all of them. I really like Patrick Beverly, though. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the end of the podcast for us. Thank you so much for joining in, and we will see you guys next week. Bye.